0: Hello, Shocker Nation, and welcome to this month's edition of Forward Together Podcast. Today, I want to talk about Wichita State University's priority of making higher education accessible and how that helps us build a stronger community and a stronger Kansas. Not only that, but when we give more people access to affordable education, that educated and highly skilled workforce helps our community flourish and businesses grow and succeed and our state's economy prosper. My first guest today is John Roth. President and CEO of the Wichita Chamber of Commerce, native Wichita, and a Shocker alum. Thank you for being here, John. So good to see you. Um, we go back a little bit um, in our time, and we're um, always. I'm always happy to see you and have conversation with you and um, hear more about what's on your mind, especially now since you are the President and CEO of the Wichita Chamber of Commerce. Congratulations on that. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more about your work. Thank you. Um, and, of course, welcome back to campus. Thank you. Um, as an alum, I'd love to hear your most fond Shocker memory.
1: Well, you know, there's quite a few of those. I could uh, I don't know if there's one that just really stands out, but the, the, I've had a number of them from watching the Shockers when they uh, won the uh, – to advance to the Final Four and won the game over KU. It was 66 to 65 to – Uh, the wonderful Hippodrome days that used to take place here at Wichita State, but I think the one that stands out the most uh, in my mind for me, and it's a little personal, is uh, when I was nominated and uh, had the honor of being selected as the Wichita State Young Alumnus uh, Award. It was quite an honor and uh, one that I will always remember and and cherish, and it was uh, so great to uh, receive that award.
0: Yeah, and I remember that. Uh, It's... uh... An honor for us to be able to recognize you, and you've been such a great uh, member of the Wichita community, and of course our shocker, uh, shocker nation. So, of course, uh, this is some uh, an award that we would not think twice about when we um, when we gave that to you. Um, talk to me about your time at Wichita State and how it prepared you for your career, specifically your current role.
1: Well, yeah, my, my time here at Wichita State certainly was uh, a great one. It, I enjoyed it, and just by the way, I have, you know, four. I have five siblings. There are four other siblings, and I should say a total of five of us. But uh, four of the five of us are Wichita State graduates, with uh, two, uh, uh, two have advanced degrees. But, you know, my time for me, I was working in the banking uh, industry part time, um, and as a matter of fact, I actually uh, started here and uh, was able to get. Uh, job part time through uh, the Career Services Center here, and uh, and it was in banking. And so, uh, Wichita State, I was a finance and bank uh, finance and business major, and Wichita State, I believe, did a great job in educating me in that particular uh, uh, degree. And uh, I continued on in banking, uh, which finance was certainly. Um, uh, important in, in that regard, um, as I became went from part time to full time. Uh, obviously, my education, whether it was the presentations in my speech classes, um, certainly the understanding of financials uh, and that type of thing were certainly important and helped me advance in my career. But certainly today, you know, having a good understanding of financials and what they what those statements are saying to to me and. Uh, to the company um, is important. And so Wichita State prepared me uh, very well, I believe, uh, for, for not only this role that I'm currently in, but my previous roles as well.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that you're getting at is really around um, our priorities at the institution. You know, we're talking about uh, access and affordability and, and how um, being able to get a degree at Wichita State helps people um, uh, move forward in their lives. Um, but one of the things that, you, that you're that you getting at there, at least in my mind, is a whole applied learning experience that, that is really Meant to get students focused around their careers and starting their careers and helping businesses meet that um, a talent need that they have. Um, so I'm I'm happy to hear that even in the days when you were a student, that that was a focus uh, of yours and helped you move move you along the way. Um, one of the uh, priorities that you've laid out at the chamber is recruiting and retaining the workforce in Wichita, you know, related to what we just what I just said. Um, So, what's your strategy for this, and and from your perspective um, and your role, what are what are you seeing as Wichita State's role in helping move your priorities forward at the at the chamber?
1: Certainly, uh, recruiting and retaining talent is certainly a top priority for. Uh, Not only the chamber, but many organizations, but uh, from a chamber perspective, it's it's very important. And uh, multiple strategies in doing that, and I would say it's a a big collaboration er effort. I don't believe any one organization can do that. And so it it takes that collaboration and multiple partners uh, and community organizations, education institutions as well, uh, to make that happen. And certainly Wichita State uh, has been a key key part of that, and certainly a partner of ours in that effort. Um, but we have multiple things where uh, that we're involved with as it relates to that talent piece. Um, we have a young professionals organization uh, that uh, we have to engage uh, our young professionals in the community, connect them with various resources, and really give them a great um, view of Wichita and engaging them in uh, the, the area and what there is to do, what a great place it is, and hopefully it helps uh Retain them here and not leave uh, this community uh, through that program. And others, we even develop, help uh, connect them with mentors that can help them grow professionally as well as personally. Although it's more focused on professionally, and I know there are a number of Wichita State uh, in, individuals from Wichita State grad grads, I should say that uh, are part of that mentoring program. And so. Uh, That's a key part. Um, I would say there. There are obviously other partners that uh, we're working with. I I know one uh, program called Campus Wichita, which is a new initiative that uh, we kicked off late last year, but is in high gear this year. Is where we're connecting um, students, uh, and it is. It involves eight uh, regional universities that uh, those students of all ages. We connect them with employers. Uh, that are looking for interns So in the, during the summer, they're able to do internships and learn about their uh, their profession that they want to go in and work in those uh, in those companies, with the anticipation and the goal of ultimately, once they graduate, they become employers, employees of those companies or other companies in their field of interest, and stay here in Wichita. And Wichita State is is, is one of those uh, universities that are partnering. With us in those in those efforts, um, and there's some other initiatives that uh, we're working with uh, in terms of retirement retiring airmen um, here in in the area um, that are retiring, and of course they're at various ages that they might retire mm-hmm. uh, out of the Air Force or or other um, uh, air bases or military uh, areas, and so. We are connecting those individuals uh, with uh, the talent uh, that they have and the skill sets with other employers in the area. So that's one of the new initiatives that we're working with. Um, and certainly, again, as I've said, it's not just uh, the chamber by itself, but it's partnering with uh, institutions like Wichita State or um, the Regional Area Economic Partnership, Workforce Alliance, or the Greater Wichita Partnership. So it's a collaboration of multiple um, organizations in our efforts to, again, address uh, the talent uh, need, uh, retain uh, individuals here, and hopefully grow, continue to grow our economy uh, with great employers that we have.
0: Yeah, and I, I just this reminds me um, of a previous podcast. we had. Uh, James Chung, I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. you're familiar with him. He's benchmarked, uh, benchmarked the city and uh, on various different parameters and uh, to help us be a better city and a community. And one of the things that he said in that that interview with uh, that I had with him is that. Successful cities, in terms of growing talent and making sure that um, we're doing everything we can to keep people here, um, have figured out how to work with higher education. Um, And one of our proudest um, accomplishments, uh, at least from my perspective, but I know that many others, is that Wichita State really has how have figured out how to work with organizations like yourself or the Greater Wichita Partnership or the Workforce Alliance to, to really help feed their needs. And then this real reciprocal kinds of uh, activities that, that, that happen. And so um, I, I think uh, a lot of people would think now that wichita state uh, with the chamber and some of these other organizations are really working well together because we all have the same interest and the the same ideas about how we make our city stronger and our community stronger
1: most definitely and it's uh we believe it is working and we're going to see the results of it not only immediately but certainly in the long uh long term as we move forward
0: yeah so um speaking again of of, uh, attracting talent to wichita in 2012, uh, you went to Houston for a career opportunity. I know all about Houston. <laughs> I grew up there, very familiar with that community. Um, and I remember actually um, uh, reading about you going down there, and I was kind of wondering, <laughs> okay, well, how's that, what's, that, what's he going to do down there? Um, but you came back to serve uh, uh, as a chamber uh, now, as a chamber uh, president. You originally came back this, this time when we, you worked for the Kansas Leadership Center, and then now you've moved into this role uh, as the head of the chamber. Um, what was it that you missed about Wichita, and what brought you back? Yeah.
1: Well, I always go back to the the famous uh, line: "There, there's no place like home," and Wichita uh, is and has always been home, regardless of what city I've I've lived in. And you know, I I think for me, uh, probably the biggest thing and for always uh, wanting to be a part of Wichita and come back to Wichita is always about family. And being close to my family um, is very important. And it was one of the things that I I missed, and not not just family, but really the people, the genuineness uh, of people here in the city. Um, It's a great place to live. It's a great place to do business. And it's a great place to to play, as I say. Um, We have some wonderful things that go on in the city. and, and certainly the, the cost of living and affordability is, is absolutely wonderful. And while there are other cities that I've lived in that are great cities, uh, including Houston, uh, I tell you, I, uh, there's nothing like having daily an extra maybe two hours uh, of your time uh, and not necessarily on the road uh, and being able to have access to so many things and great amenities, but also that uh, quality of life and the great people and, of course, family being the number one
0: yeah and what John is referring to is sitting in traffic because it could take anywhere between thirty to forty five minutes to three or four hours That's to get right. to work, depending on what's going on on those highways down and down in Houston, and we're also very pleased that, that you came back to Wichita and serving in the way that you're serving our community and, and happy to see also uh, your wife, Felicia Roth, um, on television again at, at Channel 12. So um, So we're very pleased to see you all back here in, in Wichita. So thank you so much for being here today, John. I look forward to working with you and your further strengthening of our partnership between Wichita State University and the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Well, President Mooma, thank you as well. It's been a pleasure.
0: My next guest is a familiar face to shock basketball fans. Wichita State men's basketball coach Isaac Brown came to Wichita State as an assistant coach in 2014 and was named head coach in 2020. While we all know him for his ability to motivate his team to perform on the court, he's equally passionate about preparing the athletes for life after college and emphasizing the importance of higher education. Athletics, whether it's basketball, track, or field, or volleyball, can provide students access to education, and athletic scholarships can help make higher education more affordable. Thank you for being here today, Coach Brown. I really look forward to having a conversation with you and talk about some of these issues.
2: Thanks for having me on the show. Always a pleasure to sit down and visit with you. So, obviously, we're here to talk about
0: um, WSU and overall our priorities, um, but before we start, because I know people will be interested, um, can you give me uh, an idea of how the basketball season is going?
2: Right now, we're 10-7. and seven. Um, We're 1-4 in conference. We got off to a good start this year. We went out to Vegas. We beat UNLV. We went on the road. We beat Missouri. That's a big win going into SEC conference, getting a non-conference win. We went on the road and won at Oklahoma State um, in conference. We got off to a slow start. We lost at Houston. Um, Memphis beat us at home. We went through the covert protocol. Uh, We were missing a couple of guys. We lost two games at home. Um, The guys really fought hard this week. We had a couple of really good practices, and we were able to pull a game out last night over Central Florida. That's a good basketball team in our conference.
0: Well, and I was there last night and definitely rooting for the team and for you and your coaching staff. Uh, It was a great game, and we're or are looking forward to the, uh, the, the rest of the season. So you may remember this. When I hired you as a basketball coach, um, one of the things that, that you said to me uh, at that time that really resonated with me is that, that, that you felt that every player needs to finish their degree and because when the ball stops bouncing, this is what you said, um, they need to have something to fall back on. Of course, that was music to my ears as a president, um, and first and foremost, we need to make sure everyone finishes their degrees, in, including athletes. You mentioned that your mother, Pearl Brown, um, is a major influence in, in your life. I met her uh, out at the tournament out in Las Vegas, and she pushed you and your sister to complete your degrees. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about um, your mother and, and that influence um, that she had over uh, you and your sister?
2: You know, growing up in a small town in Mississippi, a single-parent home, my mom wasn't able to get a college degree. Um, She had me at a young age, and she always stressed education and going to college. And I learned at a young age, I was playing junior high basketball, and I got a C on my report card, and I immediately got kicked off the team because my mom, she always stressed education first. And she said, Isaac, if you're going to have an opportunity in life, you got to do good in school you gotta get a college degree and getting a college degree is gonna help you down the road. No matter what you're trying to do in life, if you got an education, you got an opportunity to get a job. So she really stretched that growing up. I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to Mississippi Gulf, Gulf Coast Junior College. I played at Texas A&M, ended up getting a college degree from Louisiana Monroe. My sister um, went to Bellhaven College. She also got a college scholarship and I'm um, just thankful my mom Push me to get a college degree because if you get a college degree, you got a better chance at being successful in life.
0: Yeah, and you know, I hear lots of stories like that from students and their parents and the influence their parents have, even those parents that, that didn't go to college. Um, and it's so important for particularly first generation students, students who come from backgrounds that don't have um, a lot of uh, uh, different things afforded to them. To have that kind of role model, and, and I met your mother, and, and I can see, I can see her having that conversation with you. So, you played in junior college and and all two um, NCAA Division One schools. You you also played at. Um, you coached in high school, um, junior college, and NCAA Division One. Um, how was your uh, variety of experiences, or how have they shaped your? philosophy uh, in terms of coaching and, and education?
2: I think the biggest thing, um, being a guy that started at the bottom, coaching at a junior college, coaching in high school. Um, at the junior college, I had to watch the kids' jerseys. I had to drive the bus. I had to do all the recruiting stuff you know, on my own in high school. I was over the concession stand. Again, I had to drive the bus. And it just teaches you to be able to work um, hard even though you got less you know coming to college it was an easy transition when I first got to South Alabama somebody was driving the bus somebody was um, washing the laundry doing all that different stuff and I was able to focus on basketball and being able to coach at a high level school like Wichita State where you get private flights to games you get charters to go recruiting it's just a lot easier And it just makes it really, really simple. You know, you can focus on basketball and you don't have to do the other stuff. So it really helped me a lot.
0: Yeah. And um, having traveled with you a little bit and your team, I can see how that's really helped shape the the Wichita State basketball program. They've had a lot of, a lot of support over the years uh, financially, but also a lot of fans. And um, I think that does make a difference in in the players' experience, your experience. And so that's really great that we have that kind of support here at Wichita State. So in July, uh, former Shocker um, Darrell Willis, he, he finished his degree three years after his eligibility expired. And that was something that you were very invested in. I remember when we were um, uh, sitting together at the um, aftershocks um, games this past summer. Um, you actually leaned over, and Daryl was there, and you yeah. said, "Hey, you know, you know Daryl just finished his degree?" Um, and so you're you're obviously invested in in his success and getting updates on his progress. Um, why was that important to you to, to continue to do that even after he left the, the university?
2: In 2017, um, we recruited Daryl Willis out of Pearl River Community College in Poplarville, Mississippi. When I visited with his mom and dad, um, me and coach, the first thing we talked about was him getting his college degree. We didn't talk about basketball. We talked about him being successful after the ball stopped bouncing. Um, Daryl Willis did some great things for us on the basketball court. He led us to two conference championships. We got to the NCAA tournament twice and um, he promised his mom that he was going to get his college degree. Um, number one, Daryl Willis is playing over in Russia, so we wanted to help him through the summer, help him get his college degree. We paid for it. He was fortunate enough to go out, do the schoolwork, and now that the basketball is continuing to go well for him, he has something to fall back on. It helps our APR and in the recruiting process, when guys like Daryl Willis can graduate, the first thing another family will ask me, Coach, what is your graduation rate? So the fact that Darrell Willis did that, that really helped our program out a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's an incredible story. He's had a lot of success. He was a great player. I remember watching him. Um, so happy to see that he got a Wichita State University degree. So how can a coach make sure that their student-athletes understand the importance of of a college degree? You've mentioned some things, but what are some of the other things that you talk to them about that kind of reinforce that?
2: The first thing I talk to guys about when getting your college degree, at some point in your life you're going to have to go into the workforce, and having a college degree is going to help you earn more money. It's a proven fact that um, students that get a college degree – and people who don't you're going to make more money it's going to be harder for you to get jobs every job now the first thing they ask you is did you graduate college do you have a degree in something and having that education is just going to help you for a long term in life getting a better job being able to get jobs easier having more contacts it just helps you all over
0: yeah and you know the the thing about Wichita state is that Even student athletes have that ability to connect with uh, businesses and employers and get some of that firsthand experience. We have a lot of good examples of uh, graduates of Wichita State who are basketball players who have gone on to uh, careers uh, like Ron Baker, who now works for Ascension Via Christi. And a good, good uh, example of success as well for the for the program. Uh, you said that many of your student athletes will be the first in their family to earn a college degree. Um, talked about that. How how do you help first-generation college students navigate the demands of college academia and in this high-intensity sports environment that that you know happens in basketball?
2: Number one, when they first come to college, we try to bring them in during the summertime and put them in about six hours so they get used to having the college experience, going to class, coming to practice. Um, watching video on game, coming in the gym, getting up shots, doing all the little things. I think um, we try to talk to them about being an example in your family. you got a lot of people that look up to you. When you get your college degree, all your first cousins, your second cousins, all your nieces and nephews, they look up to you, and they want to be an example that you set. So I think when you get that college degree, that really helps your family. It helps other. Uh, people in your family because they're looking up to you and when you're successful it's going to help everybody
0: yeah um do you have any um we've, I've, we've talked about a few people here but um do you have any other former shockers um uh, alums of the basketball program that you think are good or good really good role models for uh your current players future players uh in, in terms of what you talked about and Uh, supporting first-generation students and other kinds of students?
2: That's a good question. I got two guys, and you talked about one of them. One of them is Ron Baker. You know, Ron came here as a walk-on. He paid his own way. He was fortunate enough to get a scholarship. Um, He didn't get drafted into the NBA. He signed a free agent contract for two years, $9 million. Um, He had a season, a career-ending surgery. He hurt his hip, but the fact that he got his college degree – He's a great example. Now he's in the health system. He's working in Wichita. He's a great example for our athletes, a guy who made it to the NBA, a guy who had a career-ending injury, but the fact that he had his college degree, he had something to fall back on. Another example is Evan Wessel, a Wichita kid that went to Heights. He came here. Um, He helped us get to the NCAA tournament four times. He's a financial advisor. He wasn't fortunate enough to make it to the NBA but he has a great success in Wichita because he got a college degree and he's doing great things in our community.
0: Yeah. Uh, those are t- same guys I was th- I was thinking of when you were saying that. And, of course, we can't forget. Um, I'm sure people would uh, wonder why we wouldn't miss uh, miss saying something about Fred Van Vleet, um, although he's gone on um, uh, with tremendous success, a little bit different path than some of these other players. But he's also someone, I think, that um, – people would point to as a good role model for for players
2: yeah without a doubt Fred is just one of those guys that he proved to these kids today that hard work will pay off he's 5'10 probably 180 pounds he came here he didn't play much as a freshman he continued to get better and better he led Wichita State to a 35 and 0 season going into the NCAA tournament he got us to multiple NCAA tournaments he helped us beat Kansas he went undrafted. He signed a free agent deal. Um, he signed a $90 million contract. He's one of those guys that, that continues to get better, and we're always pulling for him. I'm glad Fred came back this summer to the TBT. Um, Shocker Nation loves him. He's a great example, and we're pulling for him to make the All-Star game.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great guy. Um, and he helped the team go to the Final Four, too.
2: Yes, yes. You know,
0: that was That was a great year. Well, thank you for being here, Isaac, and thank you to our listeners. Please join me in March for the next edition of Forward Together.